Welcome to the Cover 3 Podcast. It's your weekly drop back into Whatcom County prep football on the Doug Lang Network at onthedln.com. Now let's hit the huddle with your hosts, Doug Lang, Jeff Bearden, and Tyler Anderson. Well, welcome to it. It is the first episode of the Cover 3 Podcast. That's right. Doug Lang with you here on the Doug Lang Network. And nothing quite like starting off with, well, not your full contingent. Cover 3 is supposed to be three guys talking Whatcom County prep football, getting you ready with a uh, deep dive into the preps each and every Thursday throughout the football season. But let's just say one of our three is not here. Yours truly, Doug Lang, is here. Tyler Anderson from WhatcomPreps.com is here. Jeff Bearden, my broadcast partner uh, for a while and uh, will be a guy that will be joining us on our football broadcast. Well, he is a little under the weather. There you go. And not able to be here. So, Tyler, if it's okay, I will ask you to kind of uh, just pretend you're Jeff a few times, throw in a few hay bubs, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll watch for Brady to be running around here at any moment. Sounds good. No problem. Tyler Anderson, of course, from WhatcomPreps.com. Uh, and I want to get it right. Give me the full name, History of Whatcom County Football. I always butcher it, the website. The website is WhatcomCountyFootball.com. WhatcomCountyFootball.com. The Facebook page is History of Whatcom County High School Football. Now, when we all got together and kind of started talking about this, we thought, you know what? There's a lot of people very, very eager for a lot of information about prep football. And everybody can jump up and down and, and shake their fist. Where is the Bellingham Herald and why don't they have it? Look, that's not our decision. We don't have anything to do with that. But uh, our our goal here on, on the DLN.com and WatkinPreps.com is to try and help out, try and uh, put that focus, that spotlight uh, back on the prep athletes as best we can. And uh, this is what uh, one of the things that we'll be doing here for prep football. We'll also be covering a game of the week uh, here at www.onthedln.com. Com. Our first game will be Bellingham at Linden Christian coming up on Friday, August 31st, 6.45 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff, and hopefully the full three-pack will be there broadcasting the game, and hopefully you'll be listening along. We'll have to wait and see on all of that. But when we talked about this, Tyler, it, it just seemed to make sense. This would be a great opportunity to do a podcast each and every week. We would tap into, as you described it, is it what, 26 years of prepping for this? Yeah, I've been you know, studying the history of Whatcom County High School football since I was in eighth grade, and this is I'm ready. I think I'm ready. This is a dream come true for me. Well, now, tell me about it. Now, now, when you played, you were a punter and a kicker for Mount Baker High School, and and Tell me why the love for, I, I mean, there's a love for all of the prep sports, and talking to you, that's come very, very clear. Huge sports fan, but football is at the top of that pyramid, correct? Yeah, for high school sports, it is. It's a, it's a, just a fantastic sport where nobody gets cut. There's something magical about it. It's, um, if it was easy, then there'd be 100 kids on every team. And it's, <laughs> there's something great about, you know, being able to 
you know, play for a state championship with a kid that you're in science class with. I think that's just a really cool thing. Absolutely. Well, there's plenty of games going on in week number one. It has been a busy couple of weeks despite the smoky skies. So you actually had a lot of teams that were spending far more time inside of a gym than out on the football fields. But both Tyler and I and Jeff, to some extent, have also been out uh, to the different practices and checked in with the coaches and some of the players. And hopefully we can help out as we take a look ahead to week number one of Watkins. County football. Time for the Cover 3 podcast opening kickoff. It is indeed time for the opening kickoff, and that's where we talk about, uh, well, a couple of top stories uh, heading into the week and at the start of the season. It seems pretty easy that the biggest storyline for Whatcom County football is goodbye to some fantastic quarterbacks from last year and how in the world do these coaches try and replace uh, some three-year starters and 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 team on teams where they kind of in some respects in cer- certain games for sure carried their teams yeah I mean you know Simon Burkett carried his team all the way to the state championship game and he holds basically every Whatcom County passing record there is and so they're going to go to Dawson Logan who was a receiver in that offense same thing Casey Bauman you know all-time leading passer at Nooksack Valley, he goes to Montana State. They replace him with their running back, Austin O'Brien. Yeah. It's all these different, you know, James Henson, three-year starter, again, with a tremendous record. And they have two guys battling out that are that were not quarterbacks, running yeah. back. Yeah, Sequoia Julius yeah. and uh, Brian Eby yeah. uh, looking at that job. And, and then you say, okay, well, wait, what, are there more? Yeah, Nick Knutson at, right. at Bellingham, who, who was a guy that, that – led Bellingham to throw more maybe they're going to be running more now this year as they've got a couple of youngsters going for that job and then you look at the teams that may have a clear advantage and they would be ones that already have those returning starters Uh, whether you're looking at Caleb Bass at Mount Baker James Marsh in Linden what a huge advantage because boy oh boy what a difference when we went out to a couple of practices and you saw a team that was installing a new offense either to adjust to a new quarterback or a quarterback was trying to learn a brand new offense it's 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 such a huge difference especially if you need if you have a team with a tough schedule that needs to be good right out of the gate yeah especially um you you nail it right on the head and spencer lloyd is another one of those quarterbacks that's returning for squalicum and and uh, and he's gonna have a pretty big season i think too other big storylines uh heading into the start of the season how about the new teams and the new divisions in the 2a now it's the sky and it's the lake, and it's, what, 11 teams now, and you have the upper division, the sky, and you have the lower division, the lake, and all five of the teams in the sky division have a shot at the playoffs. And then the the lower division, the lake division, it's all going to be decided by your RPI in order to advance, and then the tops will end up playing one of the teams out of the... Uh, I, I mean, it's that confusing. And, and I get why this was being done there's a lot of concern to make sure that all of these different teams can maintain football programs because not every one of them is on equal footing and we've had teams over the last couple of years that have played very modified schedules in order to kind of be successful uh, build up their numbers of players that want to come out because who wants to come out and get throttled every week but pretty tough to to look at that from the two-way ranks and say okay you're you're judging a team based on what they did previously for their current season 
one season great it doesn't mean that the next season is going to be the same yeah exactly I mean uh, you know maybe a team like Linden can always reload but you know we Blaine uh, two years ago was a fantastic team and you know they they dropped off a little last year why can't they be fantastic again it's 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 really hard to say uh, what's going to happen in the future. Um, I'm really glad that Bellingham and Seahome, you know, they both played some modified schedules. I think they both got new coaches for that, and they both have them on the upswing, and it's it's really good for Whatcom County football. Linden, obviously, the only team in the Sky Division out of Whatcom County, and uh, despite a tremendously tough schedule, uh, picked to be one of the favorites there. Uh, obviously, you have your Seahome, your Bellingham, your Blaine uh, in there for uh, the two A ranks in the Lake Division. Seahome expected to be one of the favorites, if not the favorite, in that lower tier. And uh, we'll get more into what Kevin Beeson and company have done with Seahome, but uh, it's very different look, that's for sure. My the good old days that I pine for of five in the two A and five in the one A. It, it's never coming back. Never ever coming back. Uh, the third big uh, topic on your opening kickoff here for the start of the season. I mentioned it just a moment ago. Tough non-conference scheduling. I mentioned Linden. How about how about starting off against Mount Baker, and then you get Ferndale. Mount Baker on the road. Ferndale at home. You play uh, Lord Tweedsmere, which actually I've heard from a couple of coaches, one of the tougher teams out of that BC league. And then there's just a matter of Archbishop Murphy. Now, I know Archbishop Murphy is not a non-conference game, and I know that you want to kind of make sure that you're built up, but wow, that is about as brutal as it can possibly get. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no break there. And, you know, I know that Coach Van Dalen has really pushed his kids to spend a lot of time in the weight room because of this. It's 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 going to be brutal for them. You take a look at some of the other matchups here, at least in this opening week, and you, you take a look at a, a Ferndale squad that obviously was very, very good last year, and, and there's high expectations once again. Now, granted, it, you know they're going to have to figure out their quarterback situation, but nothing quite like opening up against Lake Stevens. You're going to do it at home, but you're doing it against the 4A Wesco champs. Yeah, I mean, Lake Stevens, they haven't played them since 1998. This is obviously a completely different team. Lake Stevens actually used to be in the Northwest League back in the mid-70s. But, um, yeah, that's a really strong team, especially to open up with. If you're Nooksack Valley, you're going to get Seahome uh, to open things up. If you are Meridian, and, and Meridian, uh, obviously the, 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 the best of the bunch that last year uh, before losing the 1A state championship game to Royal, uh, they've got to go and play Cedro Woolley. And, and you say, okay, well, Cedro Woolley was down a little bit. They're big. They're a big team, and, and, and Coach Bob Ames, we talked to him, and, and he, boy, Bob Ames, he likes to joke around when you're doing interviews. He wasn't joking around when it was uh, time to uh, talk about Cedro Woolley. He knows that they're going to be in for a very tough non-conference opener. Yeah, Cedro Woolley, I mean, they, they're always big. They're always tough. They always got a great wrestling squad. They get those kids, and they just they're just – they just run the ball, and they're and they're fast, too. Absolutely. All righty. Well, we are underway with the inaugural episode of the Cover 3 Podcast, Minus One. Back with more. Thanks for listening along right here on the Doug Lang Network. The prep football season is underway, and we've got you covered on the Doug Lang Network. Listen to our game of the week as we follow the gridiron action in Whatcom County. It's Bellingham at Linden Christian, Friday, August 31st. Pre-game at 645 with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Listen live online at www.onthedln.com.
Welcome back to it. Opening episode of the Cover 3 podcast. Doug Lang and Tyler Anderson with you. Jeff Bearden's supposed to be here. That it makes sense that way. It's Cover 3. Well, he's under the weather. He is not available to be here. But uh, we hope that he'll be listening and we hope that he'll feel a whole lot better and that he'll be with us for our broadcast of Lyndon Christian hosting Bellingham coming up Friday, August 31st. Let's get things underway as there's plenty of games going on this week. Week number one, let's start with a uh, all-Whatcom County affair. Linden, 5-6 and six at Mount Baker, 7-4 and four from last year. Both returning starting quarterbacks, James Marsh and Caleb Bass. This should be a great first game of the season. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, they, they played each other in the Jamboree, which is really, you know, you don't see that a whole lot. And sure. They're going to play each other in week one. But um, the last time that Mount Baker beat Linden was in 1990. Ooh. So Linden's got an 11-game winning streak over them. But um, who knows what's going to happen? We mentioned this earlier. Linden faces Mount Baker, Ferndale, and Archbishop Murphy within the first four weeks. Lions coach Blake Van Dalen says opening with the Mountaineers, that was by design. We can start slow. So we took a, an opponent that has always uh, been tough on us. I remember when we had the Josh Kraft crew come through, we were down 14-0 to them that game. And uh, they will always hit you in the mouth. They'll play the game the right way, which is a perfect game one. You learn the most about your team from week one to two. Everybody's always said that. So we picked an opponent that we thought would expose us. And that's what they'll do. And that's part of the process. In a similar vein, Mount Baker coach Ron Lepper says game one versus the Lions, it's more than just about a win or a loss. It's a non-league game. So in the big scheme of things, you know, down the road, you know, it doesn't have that major effect, but it has effects for us. We're going to find out what our kids are made out of. We're going to find out what we need to work on when you play a quality opponent like that. Um, it's good. It's a, you know, a team we haven't played for a few years, and um, people you know, understand that. So if we can come out and, and compete and uh, get a chance to see what we're about, I think it's a good way to set us up for the rest of the year. A couple of players. Uh, Coach Van Dalen uh, was just overwhelmingly effusive about uh, Peyton Scott and and what he expected out of him on the defensive side of the ball for Linden. Uh, they looked, we saw them early in camp, but they looked fired up, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Peyton Scott returns as a defensive lineman. You know, he was all conference last year as a junior, and he's a really good wrestler, really strong, low base. They like those small defensive tackles that can slash and get in there and cause havoc in the backfield. And, uh, I mean, Linden returns a lot of players. They look really good. Mount Baker, they've got some weapons. Sam Barrett, Jason Lee in the backfield, and then a great connection between Caleb Bass and Michael Kentner, who is huge, long arms, big, tall body. Saw him in the Jamboree making a couple of one-handed catches. That combo could be very big this coming season. Yeah, it's pretty nice for Caleb Bass. He's been thrown to Thomas Barbo the last two years, and now you get a kid who's an inch taller than Thomas Barbo. He might not have the talent, but he's close, and he's getting there, and he's he's a great basketball player. He'll do some big things. That one coming up Friday at 7 o'clock. Moving on, Seaholm at Nooksack Valley. The Mariners went 4-6 and six last year. The Pioneers 6-5. and five. Heading into this one, the Mariners in their second year under coach Kevin Beeson and a huge turnaround in enthusiasm for the program. If you saw the article out on NFL.com from former Seahome and current UW star Taylor Rapp, here's a quote. You know how at most schools the football team makes fun of the cross-country team? 
Here it was the opposite. Here we were made fun of by them. It, it really spoke to the apathy that was going on. That's not the feel that we got when we were on the uh, Western campus watching their practice. Beast has got them turned around. Oh, yeah. Coach Kevin Beeson is definitely the right guy for that job, and he's in, he's this enthusiasm has come through the program, and he's really got them believing, and they won their last four games of the year last year, and they're ready to go this year. Speaking of Coach Kevin Beeson, he says things are more solidified in year number two, not just with his players, but with his staff as well. The more we get to match a little better, the more we learn the, the little idiosyncrasies of how we communicate and how, and how we how we just go about our, our coaching styles. And I just think we have a lot, lot more, a higher level of uh, development, uh, attention to detail, and just continue to refine the process every day. Now, on the other side, all Rob Meyer has to do is replace Casey Bauman. That's all. That's all. Now, he's got a kid that is very excited about the opportunity in Austin O'Brien. But boy, oh boy, that is not going to be an easy task to do. No, Austin O'Brien, you know, he was he's always been the backup quarterback. But, you know, now it's his time. He, he You know, he led the team in rushing and scoring last year. So he's a heck of an athlete. Now we'll see what he can do behind center. So how do you replace an all-everything quarterback like Bauman? Pioneers head coach Rob Meyer says they have to approach this task just a little bit differently. To replace that is not replacing an individual, but it might be replacing a style. And uh, what we can do and what our strengths are going to be are going to change. And we're not going to be able to necessarily just step back and throw the ball down the field and look over everybody and throw a lot of inside pass routes or, or just throw the ball as much as we did. But uh, the kids that we have there are really good runners, and so we might be back to where our quarterback leads us in rushing. couple of players to keep your eye on. Dylan Roberts, what, 14 touchdowns last year. Uh, he's going to be a go-to guy for Seahoman on the Nooksack Valley squad or side. They have a lot of weapons, whether you're talking about a Baylor Galley and Evan Knightling. They've got a lot of guys you want to get the football to. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I think those two guys are dynamic playmakers. Baylor Galley, you know, he was 5'9 last year. He's about six feet tall now. And uh, this might be interesting, him playing against his dad's former team. This will be pretty cool. Absolutely. That one coming up Friday, 7 o'clock, Seahome at Nooksack Valley. Cedro Woolley, 6-4 and four last year. They'll travel to Meridian to take on the Trojans, who went 13-1 and one and almost won a state championship. And that's the big storyline. How can the Trojans bounce back from a heartbreaking loss to Royal in the 1A state title game? It was pretty simple, though. You know, Coach Bob Ames said, you know what? That was last year. It was another year. Once we start practicing, we don't worry about it. Now he's had enough success to say that. It's a little bit different if you're a player to come as close as they did and just not quite get there. You can also use it for motivation for this year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Meridian returns a lot of players that played in that game last year, and they can definitely use the motivation uh, for their benefit. There's a lot of great players coming back. So if we hear from the head coach, uh, Bob Ames, nothing but respect for his game one opponent, the Cedro Willie Cubs, and their leader, Dave Ward. Oh, Cedro Willie will, will be big and tough. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of throwback kids. I mean, they're Dave does a great group of those guys, and he fits uh, what they do really, really well. I mean, they're just hard-nosed kids. 
Um, we just hope we don't get too many kids hurt in that game. There you go. Just hope you don't get any kids hurt in that game. Uh, obviously, uh, Dawson Logan goes from wide receiver to quarterback. He had the right mindset in all of our conversations with him. Uh, getting it done may be a whole other deal because replacing Simon Burkett is not easy. But you talked about a couple of the guys up front with Coach Bob Ames. They've got some some good good returning players in that category. Yeah, Adam Kruzich is a 230-pound left tackle, and he's just a beast. And Trevor Pegnason and Joseph Plagerman, I mean, they have a lot of their line comes back, and it all starts with the offensive line. 7 o'clock Friday, Cedro Woolley at Meridian. To the 3A ranks we go to Civic Stadium. Squalicum, a 6-4 and four team a year ago. They'll play host to Redmond, a 4-6 and six squad from last year. Storm looking to improve defensively, especially in Wesco 3A North counters. They suffered four league losses and missed going to the postseason last year. Three of those losses by eight points or less. They could put points on the board. They had a little bit of trouble defensively. That is one of the main things that Nick Lucy talked about with us, and and they they still have plenty of big big guys up front to get it done. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they have you know some like you said a, a big front. They have you know two junior linebackers that they're really excited about, and a really good secondary too. Dominic Mack is one of those guys that they're very excited about on both sides of the ball. Storm head coach Nick Lucy sounds like he's expecting big things, though, out of his senior signal caller in Spencer Lloyd. We're led by Spencer Lloyd, who started for us last year at quarterback and is a, is a bowling ball of a kid, um, is, is a dual threat, and really made some huge strides in the offseason. And uh, it's just that senior quarterback factor. He's a coach out there. And, uh, it, it's so much so much fun to watch him go right now. 7 o'clock, Civic Stadium on Friday, Redmond at Squala Cup. Sticking in the 3A, Lake Stevens at Ferndale. Lake Stevens 9-2 and two out of the 4A in the West Coast. Ferndale 11-1 and one out of the 3A North. How about Ferndale? They've got to replace, I always butcher it, Cole Samu or Cole Simu, however you want to say it. Uh, and his 1,500 yards and 31 touchdowns. Oh, yeah, they also have to replace their quarterback in James Henson. This is not going to be an easy task, uh, and, but they'll do it with new offensive coordinator Jake Locker moving from a position coach to now run the L. Yeah, ever heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ferndale just reloads, and, and they have the weapons. You know, Jacob Brissell comes back, and he was so fast and running from the wing. Now he'll take over Cole's spot, and they'll be they'll be good. Jamie Blankovich, the head man for Ferndale, says the transition from for Jake Locker from position coach to offensive coordinator, it's been smooth. Oh, it's been great. I mean, he's, you know, been in our system for a long time um, as a player, now as a coach. Uh, he's done a good job putting his stamp on it. And, you know, our goal always is to try to utilize uh, uh, the skill sets we have in our players. And part of that is kind of, you know, uh, we have to see ourselves against other teams to learn what uh, what we feel we're going to be good at and, and accent those things. Everybody talks about Ferndale's offense, but how about their defense? They allowed just over nine points per game in league play last year, 14 per contest overall. Not too shabby. Move it on. Earl Marriott out of British Columbia at Blaine. The Borderites trying to rebound off of a 1-9 and nine campaign last year. Five of those nine losses last year by six points or less. 
it was as tough luck a season for J. Dodd and company as you could possibly have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the game against Bellingham, you know, it, was, it came down to the wire. They lose by one on a botched extra point that turned into a two-point conversion for the loss. I mean, it's just, you know, Blaine will turn things around. Jay's a great coach. They'll be all right. They're working in a new quarterback. Not too bad to have a great weapon like Chase Absher to throw to. He's going to be a go-to guy for Blaine this year. Yeah, Chase is great. You know, he caught 50 passes last year. He's an amazing baseball player, really good athlete, and it's nice to have that weapon for sure. Coach Dodd says his squad, they're working on the intangibles of toughness, grit, and character to turn things around in 2018. Yeah, didn't end very well. It's not the season we wanted. It's not the season, quite frankly, we envisioned uh, or saw coming. Um, but, yeah, I think we've pressed the reset button. Uh, we, we, you know, we're doing very, very basic things on offense and defense and, and just worried about – uh, attitude, effort, uh, discipline, you know, the intangible things of making a good football team. And, and we have to do those things before we can worry about any play or defense or anything like that. It's Earl Marriott coming across the border to take on Blaine on Friday. And the 1B ranks, Lummy Nation, they'll travel. They've got a game on Saturday. They'll take on Tacoma Baptist. Lummy 8-4, and four. Tacoma Baptist 8-4. and four. Blackhawks motivated to erase the 60-6 semifinal loss to eventual champion Almira Cooley-Hartline last season. They beat Tacoma Baptist last year by a combined 50 points. Uh, beat them in the regular season, beat them in the playoffs. Despite all of that, Lummi Nation head coach Jim Sandusky says facing Tacoma Baptist on Saturday will not be easy as the Blackhawks face the learning curve of the early season. They battled us really well last year. I think the final in the in the quarterfinal was something like 68-48 or something like that. It was a three-point or three-touchdown game, two touchdowns. So it was a it was a good battle. Um, so they're returning a lot of a lot of people. So we have we have our. We have our uh, work cut out for us um, to make that happen, to, to come home with a win. couple of names to look for for Lummy: Jordan Jackson, Isaiah Jefferson, also Jalen Lawrence, and Arthur Felix as well amongst a uh, perennially good Blackhawks squad. That's coming up Saturday, 7 o'clock on the road at Tacoma Baptist. And there you have it. That's what it looks like for week number one, except for our game, our featured game. Bellingham at LC. We'll get to it next on the Doug Lang Network. You can now listen to On the DLN on iTunes. Just search for the Doug Lang Network. Click and enjoy. Local voice. Yes! Local teams. Yes! Local roots. Yes! The Doug Lang Network. Online at onthedln.com. Welcome back to it. It's the Cover 3 podcast on the Doug Lang Network, also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and tunein.com. The Doug Lang Network Game of the Week. The Bellingham Red Raiders at the Linden Christian Wings. Oh! Oh, Breakdown. That's right. It is time to break down our Game of the Week. You can hear 
Linden Christian playing host to Bellingham Friday, August 31st. It's at LC, and it all gets underway 6.45 with the pregame show, 7 o'clock to kick off all of it at www.onthedln.com. Should be a good one. Uh, If we go back to last year, not a lot of points scored, but it went down to the wire. Yeah, it was 0-0 going all the way to the fourth quarter. Uh, Peyton Robertson hit Kalai Jandok on a fourth down play to win it with two and a half minutes to go in the game. And that was the final, 7-0. It, it, and and one of those type of games where it was just all about defense and it's kind of the expectation here again is it's at least for me I talked to Bellingham two weeks ago talked to LC what two days ago so very different feels as to where they were as far as camp and, and all of those things getting ready for the start of the season Bellingham coach Ted Flint says his squad They'll have to adapt to some new tweaks offensively. All the guys understand the offense really well. That's 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 been really nice uh, to see. Uh, they understand that we're able to do several different things in, the, in just the base offense that we run. And so, you know, we lost a, a really good passer uh, in Nick Knutson, but um, so our offense will look a little different. But within our basic offensive scheme, we'll be able we're able to adjust to the talent we have. Coach mentioned losing Nick Knutson, more of a passing type quarterback. Maybe we'll see a change of them running more in 2018. Do we know? Do you know at this point? Is it, uh, what, Morgan Cavalier or Rand Bentley, all six feet, six inches of him? Yeah, I mean, Rand is the senior that's been waiting his turn. He has a little bit more experience at the varsity level. Morgan Cavalier is a 6'2 junior. They're both pretty tall. Um, He played a little receiver last year, too. But I I think that Morgan's going to get the start in this game one. We will see. Linden Christian coach Dan Kamick says they've got some good size returning for a squad that got three victories last year, and he likes what he has on both sides of the ball. Sam Faber's important. Simon Anker, both playing both center and defensive end. Dylan Kamick at tackle on the offense and the defense. Uh, Jake Leibolt, another lineman. We're, we're really kind of happy about our offensive line because three guys that got a lot of time last year are coming back. The spots where that are kind of open that we lost some kids uh, it would be at the skill positions. Um, Jalen Apol returns, but after that it's a bunch of juniors that are hungry and excited and look really good right now. So we'll have to see how it plays out. There is that three-way battle at quarterback between senior Peyton Robertson and juniors Trajan Scouten and Bryce Bauman. Uh, Coach Kamek did tell me Scouten will get the start on Friday. Sometimes when you have three quarterbacks, you don't have one quarterback. Although Peyton Robertson, as we mentioned, he came up big a year ago. Yeah, that's true. And he, he probably would have played a little bit more last year, but he had a broken finger and it sidelined him for the rest of the year. I mean, he's a great baseball player. He's got a great arm. And, um, and that's funny that you mentioned about scouting starting because Coach Kamek told me that Peyton Robertson was the guy wow. probably about a week ago. So <laughs> you have the latest interview, so I'm going with you. We will find out on Friday. On the other side, Bellingham, we don't know who's going to be throwing the ball, but we knew who they're going to throw the ball to. That is Spencer Lee. Get him the ball. Get him out in space. The wide receiver slash running back has said, you know what, uh, the offseason workouts, they were big. They're paying dividends as far as he can tell. Our group in the weight room is a more stronger group of guys. Yes, we're, we lost seniors and we have a bunch of young guys, but you know we're all working hard and we're out here together. So this season I expect good things. No reason to, ex- 
to not expect good things. We saw him in practice, and like I said, he's the guy that you give the two-yard pass to and let him do the work. Oh, definitely. I mean, he's the Bellingham career leader in receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. He caught six passes for 55 yards against LC last year, returned two punts for 51 yards. Oh, and he intercepted a pass before he had his concussion in the game. So this guy can do it all. <laughs> he's amazing to watch with the ball in his hands. He was very quick to point out two years in a row in the opener he suffered concussions i think the big goal is just finish this game coming up on friday on the other side we asked linden christian fullback and linebacker sam faber which of his teammates we should be watching this year on the line i'd say jake Lyle and simon anchor both really determined really really hard working guys always in the weight room and they're the ones willing to push everybody um our two running backs sharing the ball easton strimler and levi courtheis they both have big seasons, both really good backs, really talented. They they are big. They are big up front, and and they're getting back to what they were, where it's kind of a little bit of bully ball, you know? Just, just grind them down, and, and it'll be curious to see. As far as matching up against each other, I mentioned speaking to Bellingham head coach Ted Flint at the start of training camp a couple of weeks ago. He had really started focusing on LC at that time, but said he was very impressed by the Lynx head coach, Dan Kamek. Yeah, well, as I said last year, Dan's a great coach. I mean, one of the best coaches in the county. So they're going to be ready and they'll be ready to go. But to be honest, I haven't really spent a lot of time looking at what they do yet. That's coming up in the next week. On the other side, LC coach Dan Kamick, he got an eyeful of Bellingham at the Jamboree last week, and he expects another tough game. Last year was so odd because it was 0-0 all the way to about two and a half minutes left in the fourth before Peyton Robertson came in and threw a fourth down touchdown pass, so we squeaked out with a 7-0 win. But well coached, really have been giving us a lot of trouble the last couple of years, so we expect a great game plan out of them. It should be a good one. 6.45 the pregame, 7 o'clock the kickoff, and it's all right here at www.onthedln.com. We'll hope to have you listening along. And that is our preview of the game of the week. We'll wrap it all up in just a moment right here on the Cover 3 Podcast. The prep football season is underway, and we've got you covered on the Doug Lang Network. Listen to our game of the week as we follow the gridiron action in Whatcom County. It's Bellingham at Linden Christian, Friday, August 31st. Pre-game at 645 with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Listen live online at www.onthedln.com. That's the Cover 3 Podcast 2-Minute Warning here on the Doug Lang Network. That's right. Time to put a wrap on things on the very first Cover 3 Podcast. Doug Lang along with Tyler Anderson. We are missing Jeff Bearden who is, well, out sick. There you go. We hope he's feeling better. With the few seconds we have left, quickly, time for some picks. Not in high school. College ranks. Wazoo and UW. Wazoo at Wyoming. 1230 on Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with Wyoming in this one. They got Walken County ties with uh, Pete Caligas as a as an assistant coach and uh, Wyoming already has a game under their belt. That's right. They beat New Mexico State 29 to 7. They opened up last weekend. I'll go the other way. I'll say Wazoo Leach and company get their first victory. They win it uh 
Big aerial assault. 54-51. There you go. How about UW Auburn in Georgia? 12:30 on Saturday. Huge game. Tough way to start out the season for both squads. Yeah, that's going to be an amazing game. And uh, again, Walking County ties. Taylor Rapp went to see home. Uh, I'm going to go UW in overtime. Ooh, I'm going to say the rare tie. No, no. Uh, I huh, don't remember this. I think Auburn's going to pull it out by three. Auburn by three. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be right, but I feel like I'm going to be. Well, there you have it. The very first podcast. The Cover 3 podcast is in the can. We'll see you Friday, August 31st. Lyndon Christian playing host of Bellingham beginning at 645 on the Doug Lang Network. We'll talk to you again on the Cover 3 podcast. Thanks for listening along. Thanks for listening to the Cover 3 Podcast. Download and listen each week on iTunes, TuneIn.com, Stitcher Radio, and online at OnTheDLN.com. Whatcom County Prep football fans, we've got you covered on the Doug Lang Network.